Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I'll be your host, obviously, because it's my show, and y'all have been here before. And tonight, tonight, I have a very special guest with us tonight. I have the one and only, the Wicked Wolf. God damn it, I go the wrong way. Backwards. <laughs> yeah, there we the, go. It's backwards. So the Wicked Wolf, your name is... Aaron, oh, my name's right. Oren. Yeah, it's Oren. Oren, okay. Oren, yeah. So before we kick off really anything or any kind of conversation about who you are, what you do, let's talk about TikTok for a minute. Go ahead. You've got a new account. I have a new one. They're already uh, there, though. Yeah, so I just got my first uh, my first official ban ban. Um, I've been shadow banned for a little while. Uh, they stuck me at about 37,000 followers. I was gaining, like, uh, close to 1,000 followers every couple of days. And uh, they ended up, uh, they gave me a violation for illegal activity. Um, I, I think, got one for sexual and nudity. Yeah. So, like, I think somebody thought that my cigarette that I was smoking was a joint, uh, mm-hmm. even though I'm super clear about this is tobacco. Like, I even mm-hmm. roll it on film or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, right now I'm in a temporary ban. Um, so, the Wicked Wolf is offline, but I have a backup. It's uh, my name. It's just Oren, A U R O N, dot Stark which is my last name. Okay. And uh, yeah, okay. I'm just trying to uh, trying to make sure I, I can still reach all the people. I've, I've been focusing my, I've only been on TikTok for just under three months. And mm-hmm. uh, I was, I was motivated by a couple of clothes. It literally three people in one day were like, you need to be doing the stuff that you're doing for us, you know, for, for the masses. And so I've mm-hmm. been teaching meditation. Um, I've been doing a lot of uh, private spiritual counseling, a lot of grief counseling, um, you know, just making myself and my, my experiences and my wisdom available for, people who might need it and uh tiktok doesn't like that because we'd like to talk about yep. real shit <laughs> yeah. so we've we tiktok and i have a very love-hate relationship mm-hmm. we've been on tiktok this is uh, we're going on two years now and this is our 14th account this is the wow. most i've ever had in a following so i'm almost to forty thousand on my main which is awesome right yeah absolutely congratulations but i I've, I've lost my main twice and had to get it back twice i it's just a mess and so tiktok yeah. gets very touchy about things um, we don't hold a lot of stake in TikTok. We kind of spread it out over, obviously, multiple apps. we got YouTube and Instagram. He yep. is also on – look at that. I did it right. He mm-hmm. is also on Instagram. Yes. Uh, so my Instagram is the same as my main TikTok account. It's the period wicked period wolf. Um, and then there's another – I have a separate account that's just for my artwork. Um, anything oh. you see in – yeah, I went to art school. Uh, I studied photography and glass blowing, and then 10 years later ended up being a painter. Um, okay. And so – uh, I have the Stark Arts, all one word is all of my um, is all of my art. I do a lot of uh, abstract stuff based on spiritual concepts. Um, I do oh. a lot of pieces based on mythology. I have a series I'm working on that's based on the tarot deck. So I do a lot of uh, spiritual and esoteric stuff in my artwork. Now, do you do you do that on commission? Do you sell it? Because I love. Oh I yeah, love, absolutely. I love buying stuff like this. So yeah, so, Kermit. Kermit. Yeah. <laughs> So I do um, a lot of like anything that you see in any of my lives or any of my feeds is all um, stuff that I've just been doing for myself. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I'd love to take commissions. Um, there's there's nothing more than uh, nothing more gratifying for me than, than taking a concept um, for someone and turning it into a piece of art. Um, the last commission I did, I did a piece based on um, based on the, I was doing a series based on uh, a lot of the Greek gods and goddesses. And I did a piece called Helios which was, um, it was a half sun and then a full sun and then a half sun. And uh, an old friend of mine from years ago reached out. She was like, that's really beautiful. I would love mm-hmm. something like that for, you know, me and my, my husband just bought our first home. 
Um, and I, I actually did the piece and it was, um, it was a part of a, a ritual blessing because they wanted to start a family. And, uh, she actually just gave birth to twins about two months ago. So I need, see, I need something like that for Kermit, right? We're going to need some, cause Kermit, Kermit's oh, yeah. part of this awakening. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Like I'll, breaking... I'll make you, I'll make you a gangster travel sigil for, yes. for you and your family while you're on the road. Yes. I so it's going to be, you. it's me and my boys and it, yes, we're going to do that. And then I will commission it. I will buy it. I will hang it up. It'll be awesome. I think I can All right. hang it up. Yeah. I've never owned a camper in my life, so I don't know. You'll, you'll be saying <laughs> stuff. Don't worry. I think it's fine. It's fine. It's going to be fine. So Tommy Lynn had a request, but everybody is saying, no, she doesn't get to request those. So no, then we're just going to roll with that. Tommy, you don't get to request anything. Oh, um, okay. I was, I can't see, so I don't even know. Well, that was going to be my next question. Now, are you on your phone? Uh, no, I'm on a laptop. You Can you see the comments or no? I, uh, I, so right now we're both big screen. If I minimize it down, um... Yes, I can see the comments now. Okay, perfect. I just want to make sure because sometimes like we talk about the comments and then people don't quite catch on. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Talk to me. So this is kind of one of the big reasons I brought you on. So last night, okay. we, I wanted to bring you on. Last night we had Pam Sears and she's a psychic medium. She's popped into your lives before. She just adores yep. you. She thinks you're, yeah, she yeah. She, you she and I just started, uh, just started uh, communicating. She's a real mm-hmm. nice lady. She called you sweetie. She calls me <laughs> sweetie too. Um, and then we've been doing the meditation stuff with Joey. And so I wanted to bring you on. Now, I think in your main account, you'd talked about how you were an alchemist. Am I, am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is that correct? So, um, yeah, so alchemy is a, is, a, is a concept and a practice that is, is very misconstrued, or I should say um, people in, in mainstream uh, spiritual circles, uh, everybody thinks of the book, The Alchemist, and they think of, you know, spiritual alchemy and, you know, transmuting emotional and psychological stuff. And while that's all well and good and and absolutely a fantastic practice um i'm a practical alchemist so i actually take um i I use alchemical processes in um i'm also a certified herbalist and i'm in the process of relaunching my apothecary business um so uh, an alchemist is the is someone who it's i call it the the science of spirituality um and it's a way that we um, instead of just making the bot, you know, like the, the soaps and the oils and the medicines that I make, there's a very specific, uh, process that I, uh, get involved in. That is, it has to do with the days of the week. It has to do with understanding where the planets are. It has to do with understanding, um, the, the psychological and spiritual energies that everything from the sun to Pluto, um, cast on the work that we're doing. Um, it's, it's very, uh, deeply connected to understanding the spiritual, um, history of individual plants. And then what we do is we take the plant and using alcohol, we extract what we refer to as the soul of the plant. And then we purify that liquor and then we purify the physical body of the plant through an incineration process. And then after a certain amount of time and some other alchemical uh, processes that we go through, we recombine the two um, the two items that have been purified and make a stronger, more concentrated, uh, what's called a plant stone. Uh, and then a plant stone can be used to... Um, to, to utilize uh, the health benefits or the spiritual benefits of uh, the product that you made. Okay. So this is all, ex- I didn't know you did all of that too. I knew, I knew kind of what you did because I've watched obviously your TikToks. So we are kind of starting. So part of this whole journey that we're going on, part of it is, so I, I, I was diagnosed with MS, um, like, I don't like 15 years ago. Right. Okay. I have since stopped taking my medication since starting this journey because of, because of COVID, because of the way it's being treated, because of, um, I don't have a lot of, yes. I just want to ask, um, what is your stance on cannabis? It is 100%. I have gummies, 
Okay, cool. Because I, I, I was going to pack a bowl and I didn't want to step on any toes if that you're was You're fine. YouTube okay. doesn't particularly care for it. So if you can pack it, you can smoke oh, it up. Yeah, they yeah. get really okay, weird cool. about it. Yeah, so yeah. I, don't, I don't think they'll take it down. But so we've been doing this. So I have gummies. Yes. And Iowa just opened that up like, I don't know, two years ago. I got the gummies. Um, they're fine. I don't know that they helped a lot. But this is kind of the direction that we're going to start going. And so I hired a uh, uh, Jen Snow. She's like a hypnotherapist, but she focuses on healing from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And so this now, are you for hire or are you offering classes and courses to do this kind of stuff? Like what? Because so, I have a so, lot of people that are very interested in this. Okay. So yeah. So right now I am in the process of, um, so I, it's, it sucks because it's, you know, six different directions at every moment of the day. I'm sure I, you understand. I, I, feel um, I always joke that there's seven hamsters and they're all spinning in different directions. Mm -hmm. uh, I so got one I, that's dead. <laughs> but the wheel's still moving, right? Yeah, the wheel's moving, but he's just flopping around. I, it's. Oh man. Um, so yes, I am. I am totally for hire. Uh, right now, I'm in the okay. process of developing a um, an independent website for my art, um, which okay. a lot of the a lot of the stuff that I do in my art is very um, psychologically and spiritually based as well. Um, okay. that if you're not, if you're familiar with the idea of, uh, sigils, which are sacred symbols that are created to, um, affect a certain vibration into the universe. Um, okay. that's actually a lot of, a, a big part of alchemy is using, um, specific symbols and specific times to, um, magnify energies for the purpose of, uh, healing and concentration. Um, so I'm, I'm in the, my ultimate TikTok goal is to, uh, reach a place where I'm able to, I want to create a website that is a platform where mm -hmm. people can both access um, not only the information that I share, but also like the meditations that I do. Um, I'm also a Reiki master teacher. Um, okay. I've been a meditation teacher for 15 years. Um, so all, all of the things that I do, that's actually the reason that my friends pushed me to get on TikTok. I was like, why, why do I need to be on a little girl's dance app? Like, I, I know, so that's what I thought too. Right. I'm like, I'm like well, no, and they're app, like, right. no, they're like, you need to under like, the marketing aspect, the business aspect, the do-it-yourself, the mental health, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, ideally, I will eventually concentrate to, um, you know, a place where things are itemized and organized and ready to go. But in the meantime, um, I'm just doing, you know, the uh, the whole open, uh, open-ended thing. If, if there's something that you need help with, um, I would tell people to reach out to me directly. Um, and then if, if it's something that I can help you with, I will, because everything I do is custom, you know, it's like, right. depending on what you're dealing with and what you're going through, like there might be some art therapy stuff that we do. There might be some alchemical medications that we create. There might be some meditations that we do. Like it all depends on what you're dealing with and what your backstory is. Um, I'm also, uh, I'm, I'm a seer, so I, I do uh, various uh, divination arts. I read tarot, um, I read tea leaves, I do bone castings, um, I make uh, custom ritual um, spell candles, I, I create spell kits for people to do certain things for themselves energetically. Um, anything that I do for myself, I offer up to uh, teach or help anybody else who, who feels that it might uh, assist them. Okay, so this is really good because I do. I have a lot of people that are very intrigued by the next step in this process that we're taking, and it does have a lot to do with that. Um, like Jen is a hypnotherapy. She's it's the meditation. It's the focusing on the inside. What I don't know a lot about is that kind of stuff. The different plants that do this and that. I have sneaks who sent me probably an entire box of crystals, and then she told me what each one does and how to use it, and then I spaced out. And then now, but I have two. And then you lost the paper, and now you have no idea. Well, now I lost. Well, she put. She's so sweet. No, she gave me a book, and then she went through the whole book, and she wrote little sticky notes. 
Oh, <laughs> it was I, so damn I sweet. I wish I was a type A personality oh like that. God. It was so sweet. But I have two crystals that I love. One is a, a white one, and then one is like this rough, jagged one, and I don't have it in here. It, we're moving, so everything's kind of packed up. But right, right, right. I don't know. And so this is really interesting. This might be something that as you kind of grow and do your thing, I'd love to have you on and talk more about yep. each individual am... segment. Yeah, 100%. I am, I am totally, uh, I'm totally available and down. I literally, I just bought my first house and oh, it was a very, thank you. Thank you. It's, yeah. it's been a, uh, it's been a long journey and I just, uh, it was, you know, the universe provides and I, I worked this really horrible job, uh, for a really long time to get where I needed to be to buy my house. And then literally like the day that I signed my mortgage papers, I got suspended with pay for a week which gave me all the time I needed to move. And then I got let go and I just threw myself back into, uh, into my work. I've been doing, uh, I, I'm also a massage therapist. I just opened up my studio in my house. Um, so also, and once you're on the road, like if you ever end up in the Northeast, like I got a big driveway. So you know, <laughs> yes, I, live so in, I live in one of the cultural like hubs of the Northeast. <laughs> like we have some of the best museums and music in the fucking country. Where so where is where is that like where? No, I, I live in a city called Pittsfield, Massachusetts. You're in Massachusetts. And, yeah, Pittsfield. It's and on the list. It and so it's it's amazing. Um, I, the the county that I'm in is called the Berkshires, and we're one of the uh, one of the oldest and most culturally rich areas uh, in the Northeast. We have uh, the Norman Rockwell Museum. We have the Massachusetts Museum of Contemporary Art. Um, there is a property known as Tanglewood, which is where the Boston Symphony Orchestra comes and spends the summer performing here. Okay. Um, we've what, got, are, uh, what are the winters like there in Massachusetts? Um, fucking excruciating, although okay. not worse than where you are now. So, no. Well, I don't uh, live in a camper now, though. Right, but right. I so, be so the winters, I'll be, I'll be honest, the winters are not bad here. Um, and less than less than a, a solid day's drive south of here you cross the mason dixon line and they don't really have winter down there so okay. um it's uh it's not bad we get i, I want to say last year we had maybe a total of four feet throughout the whole year we get a couple blizzards snow doesn't usually start to fall until just before christmas and it's mostly gone um it's mostly gone by april uh although this was one of the ye weird years we got like I think we got like six inches at like in like the third week in April, but that right. don't, that happens every couple of years, but it's I, never, it doesn't like January is the coldest month. It's not horrible. I want to say like in January's it gets down to the single digits, but the rest of winter is, I mean, like I'm, I, I have three Huskies. I'm real big on winter hiking. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of my friends are into winter camping. Uh, mm -hmm. My, one of, one of my ultimate long-term goals is to, uh, I want to purchase a couple of Airbnb locations mm -hmm. and then use those spots to host small, intimate. I want to do meditation retreats. <gasps> um, I want to do some there. There, I think there's a lot of work that needs to be done in the realm of um, spirituality and masculinity and sexuality. Um, I want to do uh, we have we have some of the most magical waterfalls. Um, there's five waterfalls within driving distance of my house. And I wanted I want to put together like a, a spiritual healing waterfall retreat where like each day we do an increasingly harder you know uh waterfall hike and then have you know like rituals at, at these sacred locations um i am I down so if when when you like and i got sneaks in here so sneaks is a huge fan My i was like who sneaks is a huge fan of you a huge fan of me she's a huge a, fan of well both. she doesn't have a choice but to be a fan of mine but she's oh. a huge fan. <laughs> she's a huge fan of yours and she okay. she has been looking forward to this all week what's and, up sneak 
Fucking, so I love I love secret fans. You I know. My she, like. She's like, I, I'm I'm like, are you coming tonight? And she's like, oh my god, yes. But so sneaks <laughs> is so we're going. Our first our first trip is to Kentucky. I'm taking the kids. We're going to Lexington. There's okay. a lot of different oh, things there. But oh, this, have you this, have you have you connected with uh, Rebecca Short from the Short Shit Show? No. She's in Lexington, no. Kentucky. You need okay. So write this down. Her, her she's got two profile pages. It's called uh, the Short Shit Show. And she's actually, she's like my big TikTok fan girl when she started okay. following me coming into my life. Um, she has actually built an entire, um, an entire alternate reality where we use uh, Zoom classes and Telegram to communicate because we're all getting blocked so much. She's very much into the Grand Rising, the Ascension. She teaches about the, uh, you, you know about the great map, right? Yeah, uh, I know yeah. about the, yeah. Yeah, so... So yeah, definitely check her out. Um, there's a we there's a whole she she uh, her followers are are referred to as the flockers. I'm sure Aww. there's probably a couple of them in here tonight. Um, it's a, there's this whole flamingo theme and like her link tree. We jokingly call it a linked forest because mm-hmm. it has every piece of information that you could ever need for these topics. Like there's research links, there's a book list, there's uh, music and meditation. Um, and the, and the following is, is, I want to say it's close to a thousand deep, um, on the zooms and the telegram aspect of it. So, and then I have a, a one of my main, uh, followers and, and meditation people, her and her husband are helping build me a parallel Twitch and discord account because Twitch and discord, I, I have no idea I, about I, any I, of it. They were like, they were like, listen, actually, you know, it's a funny story because so Ariel, um, she reached out to me. Um, so I am not a psychic medium. Uh, but in the past six months, I've had a bunch of people's dead relatives come through. Okay. <laughs> and she was like guided to me because her brother had passed away. And then she ended up coming to all my meditations and whatnot. And one day she was like, listen, my husband wants to help you get on Twitch and Discord because they don't censor there. And you can yeah, get, and and the, the, when it comes to like, like in TikTok, a lot of people don't know, but when they send you gifts, TikTok gets like 67% of that money. Mm-hmm. So on Twitch and on these other these other apps, you get all the money plus they have like all this affiliate shit. Mm-hmm. And she was like, my husband wants to help you build your your profile. I'm like, I'm like, well, you know, he does this like as a side business, like what can I pay him? And he grabs the phone, he goes, "Listen, He's like, since my wife has been doing the meditations with you, she's way less fucking bitchy. Oh. This is my gift to you. It was the it was like one of the greatest moments of like my brief online life. So, um, yeah, so we, I mean, that's the thing is we all just have to start, you know, branching out so that when they when they try to censor us, we can still communicate and help each other. We kind of do. I mean, we've been censored a whole bunch. And like, and that's and that's why I mean, so I'm on Instagram and everybody talks bad about Instagram because Instagram is owned by Facebook and Facebook is trash. But <laughs> Instagram has been out of all the apps that we've been to. I've been verified on Clapper at one hundred and fifty thousand. I mean, we were getting paid. Damn. They banned me. Instagram has been the only app that I have never really had big problems with. And even YouTube now, as soon as I made a friend at YouTube, because I'm like, because they would, they shot down my monetization and they took Mm -hmm. down, they they banned a bunch of my videos. And so I emailed somebody at YouTube. I said, listen, I got some people that hate my guts. Can you please go and manually review all this and look at this and and let me know what I need to do? They emailed me back. This chick did. And she's like, you're fine. She put them back up. They approved my monetization. 
So it really, it's everybody kind of blames the apps for a lot of this, but the reality is, is that you've, you've got people and people, some people just suck and they don't like what you do. So they report you over and over and over again until you go down. Well, and Um, I've also, Rebecca pointed out to me uh, in a conversation we were actually having earlier today that there are, there's, there's literally like, like bots and the, the only purpose of the bot is to like, cause I've been, I've been, I've now had, I've been uh, banned from my live. I was banned three times in a row, and every single time my ban was lift, my ban was immediately lifted within 24 hours mm-hmm. because it was either they either heard a word or whatever, and mm-hmm. it tripped an algorithm, and then the algorithm pulls you out. Yep. And it's like, I mean, it, it's fucking stupid, but it is. You know, and what, and what we don't, so do? we don't, we don't do lives on TikTok. I hadn't been live on TikTok since uh, before the election, so since the the debate, the night he debated Biden. And that I know. So we oh, were yeah. live. We were live during the debate. And then this was I was still on running a tight shipwreck. So we were live during the debate. The debate ended and then my account ended. And it was like that. It's like like boom boom, they just took you down right They were then. down and everybody went down. Like a ton of people went down. Yeah. And so then I came back, but then we didn't go live after that because I was wholly convinced that the lives are what did it. Now we know now that that's not the case. But I, I went live on TikTok, what, like three days ago, four days ago, just randomly, just for the first time in ever. Yep. And they were like, no, they shut it down. I'm like, all right. But I go live on, <laughs> You're like, I, I, go live on I had to try. I go live on Instagram a ton and they don't have any problems with my live. I've never been kicked I've out never of my had live. A Instagram is where I do my backup meditations for my regulars mm-hmm. and it's, you can smoke pot on there. You mm-hmm. can swear like they, they could give two craps about anything. So they do. And I don't, and I don't know about the pot on YouTube. I don't think they like it, but I don't know. Like I've sat here and we've done drinking and shots with like pony and text and nothing. Right, right. I haven't had anything it's, come back. So I'm not, I'm not too, I'm actually, I'm still, I still have to like get onto YouTube because I, I need to start uploading videos and stuff for like my meditations and whatnot. But it's my understanding that if you swear and I apologize because I've probably I already swear dropped a lot. It. Okay. No, I swear that, a lot. It's my understanding that if you swear, it it drops your your like your um your monetization rating. Like it doesn't take your monetization away, but it like it limits it because you're no longer family friendly or some. Well, like so that. my my whole page is set to not family friendly, and I don't know if anybody knows this. So the oh, only that adver- probably makes a difference then. Yep, the only advertisers that I get that advertise on my channel are ads for adults, so okay, they don't have yeah. any ads for kids. So if you change that, and whenever you're ready, it's kind of a pain in the ass, but because I, I just did it, but it 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 does well. I mean, YouTube has treated us pretty well too, and I've never had my stream cut short. Like people have told me that all of these horror stories, but. I've never really had a lot of issues with it and knock on wood so far. How, but- how easy is it to, to familiarize yourself? Cause I'm like, I mean, like I said, I'm literally on TikTok for two and a half months now and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to make the transition to YouTube. Is it, is it complicated or is it, do they make it pretty easy for you? I don't know. It took me about a day to get it all figured out okay. and I had to play with it quite a bit, but, um, what the, the monetization portion of it now because you have to have a thousand subscribers to get monetized, and then you have to have like five thousand watch hours, and you can get the watch uh-huh. hours by doing the lives, right? Right, right. And so I did. We hit it all, and we got approved eventually. It took a while, but we got there. But what I like about it is there's like the super stickers, and so you know, like on TikTok, people can buy you gifts and stuff, but TikTok takes a huge chunk of it. Sixty-seven percent. Yeah, YouTube doesn't take, and I don't think it's even close to that. I, I want to say it's under twenty. 
Yeah. If even that. And so like I got one the other day, it was $50 and I got 46 of it. That's not bad. That's no. not bad. That's, that's one of the reasons that my friends were pushing me towards Twitch and stuff too, mm-hmm. is because the, if you like, there's, there's certain rules. I actually have to have a sit down. So my friend's husband can explain it to me, but, uh, there's, there's like different tiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the majority of everything that you do. There's this weird thing on Twitch where like, if you have Amazon prime, you can subscribe to my Twitch channel for free and I get paid two fifty. What? So yeah. So for every, for every, every, I need that. Em- Dude, for real. Listen. I listen. have Twitch, but I can't figure it the fuck out. Listen, I'm like gonna, I cannot figure it out. I'm gonna hook you up with with my homies that are that are taking care of it for me because he literally he built my whole page. He's just gonna plug in my email and shit, and then he's gonna we're gonna do like a like a phone call, and he's gonna explain it all to me. Okay. But that that alone, like if you've got a thousand followers that have Amazon Prime, it's like you're making twenty five hundred dollars. I know just on their subscriptions. Well, and the nice and, thing and it about, doesn't cost them anything. So the nice thing about Streamyard is, and so this is where we are. We're in Streamyard right now. It's basically right. a streaming service, but you can add Twitch and YouTube, and so I could stream this very live to both Twitch to so both and your YouTube. other cha- right. Like we're, we're on your YouTube channel right now, right? right? We're on okay. the channel, but if I wanted to, I could stream it also to Twitch, and we could. It would, and so gotcha. it's, you get double the pay or double the watch time or whatever, and it's one hour's worth. Of, you know what I'm saying? It's like maximizing yeah. the one hour. Oh worth yeah, of absolutely. That well, that, that yeah. and that's I'm trying to set up my office, so it's like I'm gonna have five fucking screens, and I'm just gonna be able to push one button, and, <laughs> and we're gonna be live gonna, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere except Facebook. We don't go live. I, I don't do no, anything with Facebook. I, I don't even I don't even log into Facebook I unless I they need to me. reach somebody that I know is only on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Facebook. Wow, well, I left Facebook over a year. Like Facebook. Yeah, I, I haven't. I, I haven't been on Facebook since COVID. So no, 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 no. I left. Well, I got kicked off for a while, and then I just decided not to go back. Um. So hold on. Yeah, we have a Twitch. I don't. You guys and I have a, everybody from here because we started with Twitch when we got our seventh ban from TikTok when we were doing the lives and it wasn't working, and so we went to Twitch, and I, everybody came and I love I love you guys. They're so loyal. These people that follow me, they're just fucking amazing because they have followed me from app to app to app and they download (laughs) all these apps and they don't know what they do. And I'm like, and they all follow me on Twitch, but we don't do anything with Twitch. I need, so I need to get that figured out. I'm just getting the hang of discord. Discord's another one that I have. I could not get it figured out. Save my, yeah. So my friend, my, my friend Ariel and her husband, they're, they're doing like he, the way he does it is he has it like all linked together. So he has uh-huh. the Twitch and the Discord, and they're building me both. So, so yeah, when you get all of that, you and I can sit down and we can yeah. like spend an hour. 100%. And we'll get it figured out. And so, okay, guess you do a lot of stuff that I wasn't like ready to. I didn't know you did all this stuff. Yeah, I was yeah. Gonna, jack of all trades. You. <laughs> you are jack of all trades. So, what is your favorite thing to do? Oh, um, I mean, that's, that's a loaded question. I honestly, like, I love it all. Like I'm, I'm super passionate about my art. Um, I love working with herbs and plants and making medicines for people. Um, I actually, so I got into the whole herbal thing because, um, you know, I was, I was, uh, I, I lived in Vegas for 10 years, um, okay. or just under 10 years. And when I left the, the party nightclub scene, mm-hmm. um, I, that's when I got into massage therapy and I had a couple of clients who had some other health problems that were going on. So I started um, experimenting with figuring out how to make oils that would help their other health problems while mm-hmm. I was working on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just kind of snowballed and put me into the path that I'm on. Um, 
I mean, realistically, I would have to say I love teaching the best, whether I'm yeah. teaching art, whether I'm teaching alchemy, whether I'm teaching Reiki or meditation. Um, I, I, there's, there's nothing more gratifying in my life than being able to share my knowledge and experience with somebody else who's then going to have a similar benefit from that knowledge and experience. I love this. I love all of it. I think that's awesome. I got a lot of people in here asking about the TikTok you made where you took your shirt off or you got wet. Can we oh talk about <laughs> Man, I got some thirsty yeah. bitches up in this chat. Come on, you guys. Get it together. So, so I, I'm, live on, I'm live on Instagram as well. The only person in my Instagram right now is my friend Kevin who lives right down the street. Hi, Kevin. Um, so... <laughs> The, uh, so the, 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 the thirsty, I'll call it the thirsty shirt video. Yeah. Um, I, I've not uh, seen it. I well, So I just, um, I, like I said, I just bought my first house and, um, I had a very limited backyard space for my dogs. Okay. I have three large Huskies. Um, I don't know what, usually they're right underneath me when I'm trying to do shit productive. Um, okay. and my neighbor just redid his whole fence. So like I got all of his leftover fence that was still viable and I opened up the back and side yard so that my dogs could have it. And we've had a really, we've had like a, a very abnormally wet summer here in the Northeast. Okay. And um, I got to the point where I had, I had taken down the old gate that was holding my dogs in. And in order for me to like, once I was at that point, I had to finish and it started pouring and raining. So like I had to finish building this shit uh, in the pouring rain. And so I just, I made a, I made a video and like just showed, um, whoops, sorry. And showed everything that I had built in the rain. And then, uh, yeah, it turned into like a, like I, I put a quote on it that said real men work in the rain. Cause like, I remember being a construction worker and a, um, a gutter installation guy. And like, we always had to work in the rain and it ended up being like a horrible thirst trap video. That was not my fucking intention. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's that's probably what they're asking about. My people, they, you guys, a lot of them are so stop it all of you. like <laughs> sit down so i don't know what you're but i must not be seeing the same comments that you are because everything in they my were, comment section is g-rated <laughs> they were so it's well it's it looks g-rated doesn't it but you gotta know like i oh, okay. know i know yeah, because they, they, they're your people so yeah yeah i know what they're talking about you bunch of just chill What's out up, okay K, rob to Who's the moon K? to the sun he, he's on instagram so if you <laughs> can he hear me no, because you're okay. you're on my headset, so oh, he so can like, hear me. Like all my people on Instagram can hear me because I'm talking to my phone, mm-hmm. but I can only hear you because you're my my speakers on my laptop suck. So I have you plugged into a headset. So like they think you're talking to yourself. Oh no, they they know that I'm on that I'm on a podcast. <laughs> the best podcast. The best podcast. The best podcast. <laughs> um, he needs to click the live chat option. I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I think it's fine. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not a tech person at all. I'm not either. Um, I'm not either. So. Um, tell me the big amount. So, okay. So you're in Massachusetts. You're an alchemist. You do the stuff. You mix the herbs. You smoke the herbs. You paint the stuff. You do all the things. Yes. Have you always been able to do this? Have this been like in a pat? Like, so we talked last night about how little kids like since. So I can do this thing. <laughs> with energy in my hands. I've been able to do it since I was a kid. I didn't know it was a thing. Apparently it's a thing, but when I was a kid and I would get really anxious, <laughs> it's a big thing. When I would get anxious or overwhelmed, I would do this thing with my hands and I could feel the energy with my hands. So is this something as a kid that you 
kind of so, what he's been able to do. Yeah. So as far as like all of the, um, what I jokingly call like the spiritual woo woo shit, mm-hmm. um, has always been a, a part of my life. Um, my grandmother was very involved in, um, Eastern, uh, Buddhist studies and meditation. Um, I, I was, I was a very sick kid. Uh, when I was younger, I had severe asthma my whole life. Okay. Um, and I have uh, a super rare kidney disease. And, uh, my grandma was the one, like, like when I would have an asthma attack, she would like bring me into the backyard and put me in full Lotus and teach me to meditate. Um, I've always had prophetic dreams. I've always had, um, very sporadic psychic abilities. Um, I got really into studying, um, I mean, the, the, the least or the the most, the easiest way to say it, the occult stuff that I got into studying was probably Mm -hmm. around, um, 12 or 13. I got introduced to the tarot. Um, I started studying a lot of the, I always had, I always had a very, um, very powerful Native American influence in my upbringing. Okay. Um, my, it's, it's, it's interesting because I just had a genetic test done uh, maybe 2019. And, uh, you know, you forget that like if your mom's Italian and your dad's Irish, like you're not going to necessarily be 50-50. Right. Um, so I was brought up with a lot of Native American tradition and, and Native American story understanding because my, my dad's grandmother was, was full Native. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm 98% Celtic. <laughs> oh, so I, I yeah. only pulled Irish from my parents. I'm um, only the Irish. Like I'm, we have Irish and German. I'm, I'm pretty much all Irish. Yeah. So, so I always had a combination of, um, I was always drawn to Celtic lore and, and Druidic practices. Um, okay. as far as, as the things that I actively do, like, like reading tarot and palms and tea leaves. Um, it's always something that's just come naturally to me. Okay. Um, I got into uh, when I was so when I was based in Vegas, um, I was uh, I was introduced and brought into uh, a spiritual community called the Vegas Vortex, uh, okay. where I was introduced to um, spiritual alchemy, practical alchemy, and um, pretty much just amalgamated practices. Um, we were a group of people. Some of the people in our tribe are native. Some of the people in our tribe are alchemists. Some of them are Wiccan. Some of them are into voodoo and hoodoo. Um, my mom's family is actually from the South. So like I have a very strong connection to, um, Appalachia magic, which is hoodoo, which is a, a weird combination of native American, uh, knowledge and wisdom, um, uh, African voodoo slave influences, uh, as well as Christianity. Um, okay. so, uh, I, I pretty much joke that, you know, I'm a, whatever, whatever I come across, if it resonates with me, I find a way to add it to my practice. Um, and yeah. Okay. So I have a question and that's an something I talk, I, you probably do actually, now that I'm thinking about it and I'm going to pull out a book because I like to take notes on things. But so we talked before when we were backstage, so we know we're doing this thing with the kids, right? Um, and they got a homeschool and I got them all set up. They're ready to go. But one of the things that I talked to sneaks about this that I wanted to do with my kids, cause they're little, they're six or they're seven and nine, going to be seven and nine is I really wanted to focus on like, you know, with kids, it's hard to like meditation. Like I know kids, it's really hard for kids to meditate cause they right. can't sit still that long. But I wanted to, t- you know, and, and teach them or have them taught or have them something so, about like the energy and the stuff and to trust themselves and to trust their intuition. And I want to do more activities with them or some activities with them in terms of that, because I think it would help them grow into more of a well-rounded spiritual. No, human. absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I think it's Good. super important. Um, Good. So, so here's what I would say to that first and foremost is when it comes to um, 
when it comes to to children and spiritual practices, specifically meditation, because I always anybody that comes to to learn meditation from me, I 100 percent treat them like a super young child. Um, Everybody has everybody in the Western world has this idea that meditation is supposed to be something like like, you know, they picture a Zen monk on a mountain with a clear (laughs) mind. And it's like people don't realize that that is one type of meditation. Mm -hmm. And there are dozens of types of meditation. out there. I meditate when I run. Well, and Zen meditation is a very specific, like there's a reason that those monks shave their fucking heads and only wear orange dresses and live on a fucking mountain and only eat rice. It's because in order to achieve that level of spiritual meditative mastery, you have to remove all connections to everything else. Um, The type of meditation that I've been teaching uh, for the past probably month on my lives. Um, it's, it's a very specific meditation that I developed for my Reiki students. Okay. And it's, um, it's, it's the type of meditation that I refer to as alchemical meditation because you're okay. combining different, different aspects of different meditation practices. So what happens is I talk to the, the person and I describe to them what I want them to be visualizing in their head. And those visualizations are linked with your body's breath. Because so the breath is the one system that both exists in the autonomic and the automatic. So if you choose to breathe, you can breathe. But if you don't choose to breathe, your body will breathe for you, which means this is the method that allows us to connect the conscious and the subconscious. And when you when you take control of that mechanism and then you're also engaging the visualization of your of your mind, which part of the reason that society is so geared towards separating us and destroying us and and disconnecting our our imagination is because a human that has a powerful imagination is unstoppable. Um, People don't realize, but when you close your eyes, if I tell you to imagine an apple in my hand, right? Mm -hmm. And you vision an apple in my hand, you've literally just created an apple in another dimension and you're viewing it with your pineal gland, which is Mm -hmm. literally an eyeball inside the middle of your brain. So when you start to work those mechanisms in the same way that you might, you know, go do bicep curls with a heavy weight to strengthen your body. When you engage those mechanisms with your mind and and combine it with a repetitive and specific type of uh, breath work, what you're doing is you're, you're, you're pretty much telling the universe that, that you're in, that you're engaging with your creative power, right? So like we go to the gym and we work out with weights to make our bodies stronger. We might read or do math or do something educational to work out our minds, but your spirit is something that you, in order to work it out, you have to combine those other aspects of yourself. You have to use your intellectual mind. You have to use the part of you that is your emotions. That is your, like people don't realize, but your heart is actually like a second brain. Mm -hmm. This is your electrical brain and this is your magnetic brain. And these signals are, you know, electricity and pain and pleasure. And these signals are emotion. And what happens when you combine electricity and magnetism, you get electromagnetism, which is in effect gravity. Um, I would suggest anybody who's interested in these topics to look into the work of uh, Dr. Greg Braden, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza and Dr. Bruce Lipton. Um, Bruce Lipton is the one who's doing all the forefront um, all the forefront um, investigation into the connection between our minds and our thoughts and our genetics and how that manifests with like DNA and RNA and all that shit. Um, Joe Dispenza is the one who's doing the connection between transcendental meditation and activating and healing the body. Um, He's Mm -hmm. actually had some amazing, 
I mean, he's 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 had you know completely debilitated Parkinson's patients after a, a weekend of meditation with his method and and understanding what he teaches people, getting up and walking and leaving you know, these, these events, totally fine of that happening. Yeah. And then Greg Braden is the guy who is, I believe he's the the head uh, and founder of the heart math Institute, um, which is all of the, um, all the connection between, you know, using your active imagination and your, your meditative state to um, one of the big heart math Institute studies was where they, they took transcendental meditators with uh, Dr. Hagelin. And they were like, they based on math that they had figured out, they're like, we can literally bring down the violent crime rate in Washington, D.C. by 20 percent just by having X amount of meditators meditate in like a warehouse building downtown. And they did these series of studies where in That's the middle of June, they brought the violent crime rate in D.C., which a lot of people don't know. But the nation's capital is the murder capital of the world, or at least it was for a long time. Everybody um, here, everybody here is well aware of that. We yeah, used to be politics. So, so. Exactly. So, yeah. so when, so for for them to be able to do that, and and be able to calculate and present that based on you know the hundred monkeys theory and like all this other super consciousness math that they've been calculating, it's like that's the kind of in my in my world that's the shit that should be on the nightly news. Right. You know, like that's the stuff that we should be working together as a society to. You know, it's like if you can take a hundred people. And those people meditating can vibrationally affect the closest million people in a radius around you. Like, why are there not like meditation centers in every major fucking city in the world already? You know, why do you, why do you think there's not? Um, because I mean, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of the, uh, stolen history theory. Okay, um, good. To, to so are else. we. You, okay, so have you have you seen StolenHistory.net then? No, no, we haven't seen any of that, but okay, we're well so, aware of. The, 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 you you understand about the Tartary Empire and all of that stuff? We're kind of aware of it, yeah. Okay. I mean, we kind so, of dabbled so into all this when we watching, woke up. StolenHistory.net, right? When you go to that too. website, it's going to pop up with a video, and the video is going to say part two. But part one is just a really long 13-minute trailer. So watch StolenHistory.net. It's maybe an hour and 10 minutes, and it will – I have not had my mind blown – in this, in that level of intensity since Zeitgeist came out in like 20, 2005, 2009, right. some shit like that. Um, the, the reality of it is, is that there's a, there's a good chance and there's a lot of art. Like the thing that hit home with me is that like they present a lot of archeological evidence to support their theory in this documentary. And it's archeological evidence that like I studied in college. Um, okay. And there's, there's architectural evidence that like I studied and, and, and came across in college that this theory supports. Um, so yeah, definitely worth checking out. Um, I will check yeah. it out. Yeah. We're all very aware that we're being played and have been for a long time, whether regardless of whatever theory anybody is, believes i mean because we've talked about 9-11 we talked about and then you can go back farther and farther there's all kinds of well again it just depends on whatever theory that you want to believe right but we're all aware that what we've been taught completely fucking wrong is completely that's that's the thing that gets me the most is like like i have this this one memory sticks out from fucking third grade where you know they're we're going through the textbook and they're explaining how the fucking slaves in egypt rolled the blocks on fucking logs through the sand and then like i grew up and got into archaeology and got into like (laughs) climate study and i'm like wait a minute 
that we can prove that the Sphinx is 30,000 years old and 30,000 years ago, it was a fucking rainforest. So, know. <laughs> you know, like, and then I got this guy on TikTok telling me that T-Rex is a fucking dragon. My whole world shatters. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, we're all, I'm, again, and I guess that's kind of why we made the decision that, where I made the decision that I'm making right now is like, it all kind of blew up. I don't know what to believe. We don't know what to believe. Like there's, and there's obviously, there's all kinds of, it's stolenhistory.net. Um, yes. There's all kinds of theories that you can, we dabbled into the extraterrestrial and how there was a point in history that we were never taught where we were actually more advanced in our technology than we are now. So like, this is all, yeah, we're all like, yay, yeah, the not, internet, but like, that they, were tel- they were telepathically moving themselves around. Like we're being played. Yeah, we're, we're our entire planet on every level is a slave planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, it's the one of the things I'm grateful for technology for is that, you know, the the ability for people to, to, to see that and to wake up to that. You know, it's like it has nothing to do with black versus white. It has no. nothing to do with gay versus straight no. or men versus women or even rich yeah. versus poor. You it's, try telling anybody that, though. No. Well, and that's the thing. So, like, Johnson. I'm not, you know, it's like I'm not shy about the fact, like, like I've been I've been out of the closet since I was 16. Right. Um, sorry to all the ladies who loved the. You know what? It's, it's completely um, fine. <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll get over it. My friend Shannon always says, she goes, you're not a real woman until you've fallen in love with a man that you don't know is gay yet. Um, I, I had a, I, well, I'm not even, that's a story for another day, but I had a gay roommate for a long time and I used to shave his back for drag shows. But oh he lived, my God. He, <laughs> that is, a, that is a special level of close. Right I know there. we were best like, but I tried to turn him and he, so oh, then we just, I, I, yeah, we did. I've, had, I've had some ladies try to turn me. I, I, you know? It didn't work, but God dang, we became the bestest <laughs> friends. And he helped me raise my oldest at the time because I was single and I had this yep. kid and yep. just the best. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. But there's so, but that's kind of what, so that's, that's what we're trying to teach people. Damn it. Is that, listen, I don't give a crap what color you are, but then I get called all it's these names. All, and I'm like, you know what? I don't care. So it, it's I'm all horseshit. To, all of I'm it. I'm supposed to ask a lady how old she is, but when did you graduate high school? 2001. <clears throat> oh, fuck yeah, dude. 83 is the best year ever. We are Gen X. I claim Gen X. I do. No, I, no, no I, don't, I don't claim Gen X. I claim Gen why. X. No, because here's the thing. We are, we are, we are the, 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 we are our own. You, I fight with people about this shit all the time. Let, let they, they, there's they try another to call thing, me a millennial. No. no, I'm not a millennial. <laughs> no, millennials no. are people who were raised after 9-11. That's how I see it, yes. Like, I grew up, my earliest memory of being on a plane, people were still smoking cigarettes on airplanes. Mm-hmm. Like, you were smoking I, cigarettes in the grocery store. 100%. I was, I my was old I man walked through the house with one phone and a 30-foot-long yep. cord. You know what I mean? We watched the internet develop. We watched cell phones yeah. develop on fucking Saved by the Bell. Um, so we're not we're not old enough to be Gen Xers, but we were raised by Gen Xers. Like I was raised by my older sisters. I was, I was raised, raised by, by my, my older, older cousins. Yes. Like I was in eighth grade partying with high school seniors, living an adult life at fucking thirteen. Same. And, and millennials are these kids that are emotionally and mentally incapacitated because. They were raised by they. They were the children of Gen Xers 
who had kids too fucking young or, or boomers who had kids too fucking late and they grew up in this post 9-11 technologically soaked fucking hellhole. Mm-hmm. So they, so we talked, so we no, talked about Gen anybody X. who's a millennial. I know there's a lot of good millennials out there. They're fine. Clarify. <laughs> we'll be all right. Everybody, everybody knows like we're not. So I, I do claim Gen X, but somebody, there was another, it wasn't generation X, but it wasn't a millennial, but there was something else. It was like, I'd have to look it up. They called us something else. I smoked in the oh, hospital. Zennials. Zennials. Maybe it was the Zennials. Because, like, I remember the we were Generation Y. We were the Y2K generation. Right, right, right. Yes, that was us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so we were the, you know, it's like Gen X and then Y2K. And then the Millennials are Gen Z. And then the new kids are, like, Gen Alpha or something. So my kids are Gen Alpha. And so <laughs> right. that's what we're trying. So we're trying to change. Because that's where everybody, this is kind of our opinion on everything. So everything that's going on, when you talk about the race shit and the COVID shit and the, the, what, all of it, all of it, all of the divide, all of it, all of it, religion, spirit, it's all distraction. It's all distraction for us, right? 100%. It's all distraction for us, us adults, but nobody's paying a fucking attention to these little kids who my kids are having meltdowns and anxiety attacks over masks and, and they're afraid they're going to make people sick. And now they're talking about how they, the, the George Floyd stuff. And I'm just like, how, no, how, old, this are, how old are your boys? So my younger, my littles are six and eight. And then my oldest is 18. Okay. So yeah, there's so, this so my, my youngest, my youngest sister is just graduated high, like high school last year. And it, it didn't dawn on me until halfway through 2020. But her whole generation has been nothing but a fucking government fear psyop. Yes. Because they were born the year of 9-11 and they graduated in the year of COVID. Their entire life, was nothing but one big fear-mongering joke that most of us, at least from our generation and older, you know, still haven't been able to wrap our heads around the fact that it's even fucking happening. Right. Um, hold on a second. No worries. Well, I, no, so that's... No, go ahead. So that's you know, kind of I'm, I'm just going to bring my laptop with me. I think, I think one of my buddies just stopped over. Hey, shut up. Shut up. Stop uh, yelling. Smoked in high school. I remember... I remember, like... Look it. There's nobody there. Oh no! Smoking sections in the grocery store. All right, all right, guys, shut up. Quiet, please. Thank you. <laughs> it's like Pam spent a lot of time yelling at her dogs too. Oh, it's awesome. My three dogs are—they're—they're they're adorable and mm. they're great guard dogs. But all right. Hey, hey. And they told hey, us not to show the kids in our room. in the it. house. If he was an intruder, we'd be dead. Shut the, the fuck up. So oh, we we talk about gen, and so this is why this is the this is why I made the decision I did with my kids, my little ones. So with the COVID just changed it all, and all of a sudden, yeah. and then I'm on TikTok, right? I'm on TikTok, and we ran in. <laughs> hey, we I'm ran. Still fucking, this is still weird for me. The TikTok <laughs> stuff I ran into, like all these doctors on TikTok, and they're all just slamming these people, like bashing them because they have concerns about COVID because they have concerns about the vaccine and they're calling. And then I, I fell into TikTok teachers and they're like, well, you have special privileges because of your white skin. And I'm like, there is no way you are teaching people this. Like these are little kids. These your are my kids. Is, but this is the thing that gets me. And maybe my I'm state bandit. Maybe I'm lucky because my father, my dad's in his seventies. He's a baby boomer. He, my dad was mm-hmm. born in 1948. So like I was raised by somebody who was already an intelligent adult mm-hmm. when the 60s were happening, when Vietnam happened. And yep. this whole, 
Like, like it blows my mind. I grew up, I mean, you're, we're the exact same age. Yeah. I remember, like, we read 1984 in fucking yes. middle school. Everybody has, it doesn't matter what color taught, your skin is. You were taught about oh the God. fucking Chinese Communist Revolution. Yes. This is all, critical race theory is just rebranded Marxism, just which the leaders of BLM will tell you about. And it's literally like, like, I have, I, I've known people and I've seen countless interviews with people who escaped communist china or who were children when they'd be in school and they'd be telling you to fucking turn your parents in for anti-communist fucking shit and that's what's happening now but mm-hmm. instead of it being anti-communist party it's anti-racism mm-hmm. like or anti-covid this- or it, yes anti-vaxxers yes. like don't get anti-vaxxers like don't. jenny mccarthy no. fucking i love you jenny fucking McCarthy. i thought she was she so was crazy cool. No, I never thought I she was sucked. crazy. I I did. No, I was me, never an anti-vaxxer. Let me, let me tell you a quick story. <clears throat> and this is why I've been cursed to be awake my whole fucking life. One of my best friends growing up is this kid named Tyler. I've known Tyler since I was six years old. We went to fucking kindergarten, maybe even preschool together. And my whole life, Tyler had this condition. that There was something that we all knew was medically wrong with him, mm-hmm. but... but you were raised in a, you didn't fucking ask those questions, right. right? So Tyler had, like, sometimes he couldn't walk right. Sometimes he stuttered with his physical movements, whatever. Him and I ended up becoming, we were, we were close our whole lives. And then I moved away, you know, to the Vegas. And then when I came back, you know, we reconnected. He lived with me for a while. And as adults, you know, he told me the story of what happened to him. When he was, and he's the exact same age as me. We graduated high school together. When he left um, when he left or when he got his, one of his booster shots as a baby for a vaccine, right? His, he had some sort of horrible allergic reaction and his whole body turned black and blue instantly. Right. And long of the short of it, it created a condition in him where his immune system attacks his mylar. Now, for those of you who don't know what mylar is, I know you do. Mylar, because of your condition, mylar is this like, it's this magical net coating that goes over your nerves and it prevents the electrical signal that's traveling through your nerves from going out and shocking everything else in your fucking body, right? That's what so, MS is. And they, they, exactly. they claim that so, MS is a vaccine injury. I, I wouldn't be sure. So I he literally, know. every three to six months, he has to go and get a full blood transfusion because he reaches a point where his body will, his immune system will attack his mylar and then it delete, it depletes the mylar so much that the electrical signals don't make it to where they need to go. And he ends up being in a position where he looks like he's developing rapid onset Parkinson's or rapid onset MS. And, you know, it's like, it's like, so, so I've been weary. I haven't had a vaccine. I have not had anything other than steroids for my, for my asthma put into my body since I was 15. I stopped taking flu shots. I stopped doing all of that shit because I knew what the fuck happened. I'm like, like I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even take a, a, a one in a thousand chance mm-hmm. of anything that would potentially, like I, I spent my whole life seeing the pain and the suffering that he fucking went through. You know what I mean? And it's like not only the physical ailment and the, and the physical stress and the emotional stress from that physical stress, but then on top of that, like, like he's he's on disability for his like he filed for disability when he turned eighteen and he's been and he'll be on it for the rest of his fucking life. Has 
Has he looked in, so we had this conversation with Red Ted Batty, and this is what kicked off this part of the journey where I'm stopping all my medical shit. Then, for yeah. the record, my kids are no longer, there's no more vaccines in this house. Yeah. Yep. And I, but, no, I 100% agree. Hey, would you grab me the uh, whiskey on the counter and an ice uh, cube? Since 100% of multiple sclerosis patients have something called Epstein-Barr. Am I saying I am saying oh, right? Oh, Epstein-Barr, Epstein- the virus that makes your face go fucking paralytic. No, what? that is something else. That is... is is that I not had, also Epstein-Barr? I had that. I had that happen. So that okay. because that was part of a medication that I was on. So the medication, I got a sinus infection, and because of the medication, I couldn't fight the sinus infection to spread to my face, and it paralyzed half of my face for like six months. Yeah. No, that's something else. But this is Epstein-Barr, and it's something in your central cool. nervous system. It's like a little thing in the middle of your central nervous system, and it's yes. like a virus. And the only thing really that can help and cure the virus is holistic health and a lot of the shit that you do. Yeah. And I don't know if he's ever looked into that. So that's kind of what we're starting to dabble in right now. Because Absolutely. if you can treat the Epstein's virus, then everything else, because everything else is a symptom of the Epstein virus. So that, that's what we're trying. Because I don't want to take this medicine. The medicine's almost killed me. I don't know how many times. I don't want to do this anymore. So we're not. No, I don't, I don't blame you. And yeah, like, Bell's palsy. And, that's what it's called. Thank you. There Bell's you go. Palsy. Bell's yep. palsy. Yeah. So the, exactly. what sucks just... about the idea of, you know, people, and, and this is, so... I'll tell you the, the, the brief story of how I ended up becoming, getting involved in Reiki. So my grandmother, my father's mother, the one who would take me, instead of giving me my asthma medication, would put me in Lotus right. and teach me to meditate. Um, she was diagnosed my, oh God, what was it? My senior year of high school, maybe my junior year of high school with um, Parkinson's disease. Okay. And for the first two or three years after being diagnosed, she would take no medication and she would only have Reiki practitioners come and work on her. Now, back then Reiki practitioners were rare as fuck and expensive. Mm -hmm. So when I went to I got to college, my freshman year, I had the opportunity to get my first and second level attunements first and second semester as a part of a, um, a spiritual study program. Um, would you bring me a little bit of water in that too, please? Thank you. I am not needy, bro. I'm not super fucking needy. <laughs> You're um, kind of needy. I know. My, well, my friend Kevin came over and now, I, otherwise I would just be picking up the laptop and taking you all with me. No, you're um, fine. So, the, so I got my first and second level of two minutes because it was my, my dream and my goal. I was going to take some time off of college and go home and take care of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, you know, it snowballed from there. And the, the, the reality of it is there's Western medicine is only interested in treating your symptoms right? and what the average per like I, so I spent my whole life suffering from horrible awakening moment for all of us. Right. So like when I was growing up, I literally no less than three trips to the hospital every fucking year for my asthma, just in the winter. And when I moved back from the West coast and they took my over-the-counter $20 fucking medication that worked um, off the fucking market, I ended up having to go on mass health. I had to start getting prescription medications. And that first year back here in the winter, I got hospitalized in the ER seven times. And only a year after that, when I went to herbal school and started studying natural medicine, did I learn that you know, it's like the, the, the doctor never taught me what asthma was or what was happening in my body when I was having an asthma attack. Right. They never made any, they never made any, they never do. 
food between the fact that like, so I have a gluten allergy, but I, most people who have gluten problems, it's an intolerance and they can't digest it. It causes a histamine reaction in my body. And if I have too much beer or if I have too much fucking pizza, like my body will go into a place where I start having an asthma attack and my medicine won't fucking work. And it's like the minute that I realized that I could control 90% of my asthmatic reactions based on what I consumed and what I was putting into my body, my whole fucking world changed. I went from being that, that, you know, that overweight kid that, that couldn't do shit to being somebody who like, I was running three miles a day with my dogs when I was at my peak health. You know what I we mean? Are, like, so we figured the, this, we figured this out. The same thing happens with MS. If you, too many carbs, too much of the gluten, anything that causes many, inflammation, everything that causes inflammation, like, no. Everything causes inflammation and inflammation causes all fucking disease. But if you manage it and you can still have, like I can still have a piece of pizza, but I can't sit down and eat six or or, or I can't have it three days in a row. There's a huge difference between making pizza dough and buying ingredients and make like, so, so Mm -hmm. one of my, like the greatest thing about me moving into this house was that um, the house that I was in the previous six years to this was a very small house with a very shitty non-functional kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I went from having a beautiful like farmhouse where I was running my apothecary practice mm-hmm. to being in this fucking shithole with one burner on a stove from 1964. Mm-hmm. Since I've been in this house, I forgot. Like I used to cook three meals a day. I used to bake all my own fucking bread. And just I've lost 10 pounds just from cutting out processed carbohydrates and make like I literally make beer bread once a week. Mm-hmm. Like we make a lot of bread. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like it's literally the easiest fucking thing ever. And it's, and it's a huge part of my spiritual practice. So it's like two birds, one stone, you know, I don't um, need, I don't need a lot of bread. I don't know about the, the, someone's said something about the paleo diet. We did the Atkins thing. Now I just, I just really, I fully support paleo. I fully support keto. Um, keto was probably the best thing I ever did. Keto for myself. was the best thing I ever did for myself. Um, I, it is, you know, people will yell and be like, Oh, it's not long-term sustainable, but like, I'm, I'm all positive and like, I'm a carnivore. So like, mm-hmm. you know, as long as meat. I can get my hands on like locally sourced beef and locally sourced venison, like I, I my, my ultimate goal is to be totally fucking keto. See, I don't, I, I have a really good balance. So I've got so my keto stuff and well, not keto, but I, I do eat a lot of meat. I eat a lot of almonds. I eat a lot of nuts. Um, I do eat trail mix every now cause I do like trail mix, but I eat a lot of veggies on top of that, but just it's the bread. There's something in. Like if I have too many sandwiches, too much pizza, well, even if it's homemade, my the feeling in my, after a couple of days, the feeling in my fingers will start going away. My speech will start to stutter real bad. <clears throat> I can feel things start to happen. I run, I run a lot. People people severely underestimate the benefits of of like working cardiovascular out. health. Well, like this just cardio period. Like, and I know everybody hates cardio. I hate cardio, but God damn it, when I hit that mile five, you want to talk about a third eye opening random messages and experiences i'm I'm in this place right now where like so i oh it sucks because i slipped a disc during covid and i had no idea that i slipped a disc Mm -hmm. i was in this crazy place in my life where like i had just gotten laid off from an advertising job like but covid literally cost me like i was set to make like seventy thousand dollars in fucking commissions through like three business deals I had set up, Mm -hmm. everything fucking fell apart. Um, I decided to go after my lifelong dream of becoming a fireman. 
I started training, took all those tests, did all that shit with a slip disc in my neck, only figured out it was a slip disc because my, I started going numb in a particular way that this one doctor was like, I know exactly what that is. Um, and I had to, I had to stop running. I had to stop lifting. I went from being in the gym five days a week and running three to six miles a day with my dogs every day mm-hmm. to nothing at all. COVID shut down. Fuck it. So like now I'm like, I'm like 20 pounds overweight. I'm super not healthy. Like, and it's, it's <laughs> I, in my opinion, it was all a fucking plan. Like, they, oh, they, it was absolutely a plan. Destroy our economy. Oh while, yeah. Like, like those of us who were in shape and were inspiring and leading other people, like it, you know, it blindsided us. And that's, that's another reason I got back on TikTok was, was for the sole purpose of trying to have like build a community that was going to hold me accountable to get back in fucking shape. Because in my opinion, we all need to be Sarah Connoring this shit. You know, like, so we talk, we talk a lot about this. We got, I've, and I still have people, a lot of conservatives, a lot of people come saying we need to fight back and we need to take back the government. But you don't realize the no. war that we're playing here is the war is mental health, the war, war is emotional health, the war is the spiritual war, health, the war, the war is exactly, health. Exactly. It's health. To understand right now, it is we are past the point of of what's called a hot war. Like we don't need to worry about you know guns and invasions and bombs and shit. We need to worry about good versus evil like we need to be having the conversations about the fact that 85 percent of hollywood and 65 percent of fucking politicians are into satanic rituals and fucking pedophile bullshit you know what i mean like oh we're been we've been in that rabbit hole that's the whole reason that i've been doing the daily meditations is because specifically the alchemical meditation that i've been teaching people once you've done it three or four times you can do it by yourself And once you're capable and willing to do this particular meditation by yourself, because right now when the world is falling apart, the only thing that any of us can do is be centered in ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like literally if everybody was censored in their centered in themselves, this would stop Let the world fall to shit around you, ignore the bullshit and focus right here. And when people know how to how, how to engage that energy and know how to use it for positive, yes. then that frequency will literally manipulate the malleable reality and put us into 5D. And everybody else who wants to be afraid of the government and wants to be afraid of the fucking shot. You can fucking stay here. They can they can hang out in three D for the next thousand year cycle for all I care. We're just I'm, not I'm, we're I'm not doing that. Trying to trying to get this body into perfect shape and then have it live for several hundred years. We are, we are not, so we've been through the 5D and the 3D stuff and I'm not interested in 3D conversations anymore. Like this changed, this changed a lot and a long time ago. We don't do the battles on TikTok anymore. I'm not going to battle with people from this town anymore. I'm just going to go live free and you can either come along or you can. I recently became addicted to the block button. Oh, Jesus. Oh yeah. Yes, he does. Goodbye. You're going to hell because you practice witchcraft. No, I'm not, bitch. You're going to hell because you can't access my information anymore. Like it's like I love to do it too. Like when they're typing, I'm like, Black, you can talk to the wall. Like, bam. Like I used to be so into engaging because I I did too. We felt like it was my purpose to wake people up. I did too. Since TikTok, since I've been on TikTok, I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm people. People always say, "Oh, if you block all the people that argue with you, you create an echo chamber." I don't care. Mm-hmm. I love. Give me my echo chamber. I am ready for some yeah. echo. I don't. Right? I don't want to talk to any of you people anymore. Just right. leave me the right. fuck alone. If you're, if you're willing and open, I will share 
everything I have mm-hmm. ever known and experienced with you and I will help you on your journey. But if you're in that place where you're like, Jesus is the only God and blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Like you are in a frequency that I no longer can communicate with because I am so far. Yes. Not, not in a condescending way, but I'm so far beyond. I love that though. Comprehend your vibration anymore. God, I love, because like I try to explain, I'm so bad at the, the verbalizing of things like this. But I try to explain this. Like, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. I can't comprehend what you're, why you're so worked up. I don't understand why you're so worked up about no, this. So, so I don't this understand. Is, this is one of the things I that I've been up a lot lately with it. Like, so like you're, you're kind of want to like, like I, I, I'm a little bit of a fangirl for you and a couple other people that I fangirl for, um, one of them being conservative and, um, I made a duet with him and he fucking liked it and reached out and I about, oh. um, I love him so much. Um, but so like he does the same thing. Like he gets all upset and he gets worked up. And and this is so the job that I that I was at for year or for the past eight months, um, I was I was I was the GM of the local five guys franchise. And I gave them sixty hours of my week every fucking week. I stretched myself thin, I gave them everything I had, and then I got really sick. And I was out for a couple of days, and when I had to go back to work, I started freaking out, being like, Oh, what kind of bullshit am I gonna have to deal with? Mm-hmm. And then somebody pointed out to me this phrase that um shit my thing's gonna die uh i didn't realize my computer wasn't plugged in no you're fine take your time Uh, and and got banned too so everybody in here there was a sweet that went so when i got banned they dropped like 20 people that were like people that were in my following circle like they dropped 10 of us yesterday minimum maybe more um but so uh the 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 epiphany that i had and I forget, I don't know if I saw a meme or if a friend said this, but it was a great quote and I've been, I've been regurgitating it at everybody all fucking week. You have survived 100% of your worst days. Right? I saw that. Was that on so, Instagram? I have no idea. It's been, it's just been, it's been the message that like everybody has been coming to me for, um, or that I feel that everybody that's been coming to me has, has needed. Right. So far, so, you have survived 100% of your worst days. You're doing great. Right, right. That's a batting average that nobody fucking has. So I was getting ready to go to work, and I hadn't worked in like five or six days. I'd been real sick with the flu. Although the doctor told me I definitely didn't have the flu because there was no flu this year. I probably had a stomach infection since my COVID test was negative. Right. Um, did you take a COVID test? Um. So I, I did. No. no I, here, well, listen. I'm, I'm listening. I took two COVID tests and the only reason <laughs> stop it. You fucking wait until I finish my story before you act like Fine. Fine. one of my best friends runs the testing facility. So when my job required that I get tested, I reached out to my friend who runs the testing facility and I said, Hey, I need you to send me a picture of the swabs before it's open. And the swabs that we use here are manufactured in Texas and do not contain ethyl oxide. So I gave in because I hadn't secured my house yet. And I, okay. was able to, I was able to investigate the actual product. The The only ones that contain ethyl oxide are the ones that they're ordering from fucking China. So, um, so yeah, so I ended up, I got sick. Um, I, I went back to work. I realized, I was like, you know what? I was like, there's never been anything that's happened at this job that I haven't fucking handled like a boss. Right. I'm managing restaurants and bars for 25 fucking years, I've never, ever not gotten through a fucking day. 
So as soon as I had that realization, everything at my job fucking relaxed. The next thing I know, I'm fucking, I'm, I, I, my, I close on my house. I was going in thinking I was going to ask for a raise. They suspend me. <laughs> Technically, I got fired for being gay, but they didn't say that. And it's this whole fucking thing. But at the end of the day, it happened. Wait, 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 wait. Was this five guys? Yeah. Okay, so we need to add that to the list. So we have a list oh. of places that we don't go for various reasons. So so there's actually, I set up a fucking, um, I set up a GoFundMe. And my goal was to raise enough money to cover my salary that I would have made for this year. Um, the company, I love the company and I think the company is great. My, the, the person who made the decision to terminate me and the reasons behind that were at the very local level. So do not go out there nope. and ban five guys. We're not going to um, ban, we're not going to bash them, but we're not going to go. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Um, so we don't go to target either. It, yeah. Fuck target. Target. So, target. Um, but yeah, so at the end of it all, um, you know, the, the, the point of the story is that when you, when you align yourself with what you're supposed to be doing, the universe fucking provides you. And like, sometimes the thing that feels like the worst fucking thing in the moment is literally the best fucking thing for you. And Absolutely. It took me probably 15 years to get here, but that's now like the minute that I knew I was suspended, I didn't have a fucking problem with it. The minute that they, I knew they were going to let me go. I didn't have a fucking problem with it because I knew that, that a, I've survived hundred percent of my worst days. And B I knew that this is what I like. I've meant to be doing this. Like, like mm -hmm. being able to purchase this house and open my mm -hmm. massage studio again. Like I couldn't do massage for three years because I didn't have the space, mm -hmm. you know? And like to be able to go back to a place where, you know, it's like people are coming to me because they know I have the ability to help heal whatever it is they're going through on whatever level. And then, the fact that even though COVID was this shitty fucking year, it, it moved everything towards a digital realm that it really should have been at, it should have been yes. at 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, like the we say that a lot, like it's COVID sucked, but did it really? I mean, it didn't suck for people who were awake or who were on the path or who it, woke up. I mean, we're exactly. all, if you, if you were awake, if you woke up or <coughs> now COVID was literally the greatest fucking thing to happen to you. My, my homie and I hate to here. like I hate to I know people lost people because of COVID, but like I wouldn't. There's no I, there's no way I would be here. There's no way I'd be I'd be aligned as fuck right now because that's where we are. Like ever since I made the decision to do what I was gonna do, I, I I was gonna we were gonna sell the house. I was gonna leave, and we did this whole thing. So I went to to Devil's Tower and to the Badlands, and I went by myself, and we did this meditation, deep, ugly. Yuck. Oh, just ugly tears, yeah. ugly cry. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and she's Soon been as... here for years oh and talks about how to fucking scoop it out. I know, but it's oh, out. It's so I come back. It's never been cleaned before. I come back and I'm like, I want to sell the house. I want to buy a camper. I want to take, and we're going to do this. And literally the moment that I decided, I was like, I'm going to go to the bank tomorrow. And I'm fully thinking, because we just bought this house like three years ago and there's, there's limits and shit. There's rules. I go to the bank and I'm thinking, okay, we'll see what we have to do. She's like, oh, you're fine. Here, because of COVID, this happened, this and this and this. You're pre-approved. Here's how much you got. Here's how much you look at. So then the next week, we call her the realtor and I'm like, we want to look at houses. Well, the housing market's really dry right now because it's a buy or a seller's market or a buyer's market or something. And so I'm like, well, just show us. We want something cheaper. Da 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 da. We literally found the house that we live in that's half the size, half the bills. It's perfect. I'm like, okay. So we put in an offer in. 
and they accepted the offer. And then we got an offer on this house. Like it all just, right. and then I, I called Des Moines about a camper. So you got a little bit of extra and you know, at the end of the day, yeah. like the market, the housing, like if you're going to sell your house, now is the time to like, we're damn near oh, yeah. doubling that I, money. I literally secured this house right before the market went bullshit. Like, oh yeah. I ended up getting I ended up getting a it was listed as a 1600 square foot house, but the previous owners renovated the whole first floor and didn't have the tax reassessment done. So I have 3000 usable square feet right. that I got for a fucking 1600 rate. And right. it's like and and then the and then the market went to shit after that. And it's like yeah. that's why that like I said, like my ultimate goal is I want to get I want to secure between 5 and maybe 8 properties between where I'm at now and maybe like Maine and Louisiana. And the goal is to have these properties where they're Airbnbs and generating revenue, but at the same time, they're locations where we can host miniature in, intimate, you know, spiritual retreats. I want to do meditation retreats. I want to do fucking healthy food retreats. I want to do, you know, pagan spiritual ritual magic retreats. And it's like, I'm down. I'm down for all of it. How yeah. close are you to Louisiana? Um, Louisiana is far away. I'm in, I'm in Massachusetts, um, but, but my goal so like, so my house that I just bought is like, is mine. Like, I don't want strangers in it. It's my space, but I want to, I want to mm. buy one more. Um, I want to buy my first Airbnb here in the Berkshires because this is the number seven tourist destination in the world. Mm -hmm. And then the average Airbnb in Berkshire County makes between 40 and 70,000 a year. So with that kind of revenue, that's enough for me to purchase and renovate and open up three or four other properties. I'll buy them between me and Louisiana. Um, I'd like to have okay. one on the West Virginia line. I'd like to have one on the North South Carolina, Tennessee line. Um, I'd like to have one on the Florida Georgia line and then one outside of new Orleans. Uh, and, the, and the goal is each, um, each, uh, each property will be not only will it have greenhouses and be producing sustainable um, crops, you know, things like, like fruits and vegetables and things that don't need to be tended that can just grow. Mm -hmm. But also um, there'll be the, the revenue from the, um, from the Airbnb and then the intensives. Um, I've, I've, you know, I, I did a 10 day, uh, I got my Thai yoga massage certification in 10 days at a retreat center in um, Costa Rica. Um, okay. I've been to a bunch of yoga retreats. I've helped lead meditation retreats. And I mean, the reality of it is when you look at the basic math of it, if you do no more than five to six people and you do 10 retreats a year, which is less than one a month, right. you're looking at clearing $100,000. Minus expenses, you're looking at about $85,000. And that's enough for me to fucking buy a bigger truck and just travel with the dogs and do what I want to do. You know, Do what we're doing, only exactly. I want it in a camper. <laughs> for real. For real. I, I wanna, I'm going to keep my house here. But me and the dogs are going to be on the road, you know, that, I mean, that's, that's the ultimate goal. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, oh, guess what? The, the Airbnb, they just cleared out of fucking the West Virginia house, throw the dogs in the truck, drive down there, clean, flip the house, tend the gardens, and then, you know, go from there and then, you know, maintain, you know, the communication with the social media groups, maintain the educational platform, daily meditations. Uh, and then on top of that, every single location that's producing different crops those crops and those herbs and those vegetables are now things that I can turn into other medicinal products. I can grow herbs based on the climate, include those things in the medicines that I'm making and the soaps and the oils and the lotions. And, you know, I love all of this. Like I'm in like when, I, like I'll be a customer, I'll sign up for your, like whatever. I'm going to come visit you. Like I'm, that's, <laughs> please do. 
Dude, I'm going to. RV, you drive to Massachusetts. No. So much driveway <laughs> fucking space. You and the kids and. I'm I'm happy to teach your kids about spirituality. I'm happy to teach well, them meditation. That's what. I'm, so that's I'm, kind I'm of part. Of, like I want archer. my kids. To yeah. They do like they we we're so no. Well, yes, but no. It would probably be in the spring. So the plan is, what's the plan? So the plan is we move in September. Our first trip is in October. We're so going to Lexington, Kentucky. Let me, let me be clear. Then you bought a you bought a smaller house and an RV. Yeah, so what we did was we bought a much smaller house, and we had quite a bit of equity in this house. Um, so we bought a much smaller house. My Mr. Shipwreck is going to stay in the smaller house. I'm going to be like a base house. He's not a big traveler. He, he's not really, it really isn't his thing. Wait, um, so you're married, or is this just the kid's father? I'm married. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, and so he's going to stay, and then we're just going to go, and then I don't I don't know what that all looks like yet, but we're working that out. Yeah, but absolutely. But we are... So the kids, our first big trip is going to be to Kentucky. We're going to meet up with Sneaks. We're going to go to the Hot Springs. And then from Kentucky, we're going to go to Tennessee. And then from Tennessee, we'll come back. And then I'm going to take a solo trip to Arizona, to Sedona. And okay. that'll be in, Ares, in November. And that'll be about two weeks. Then I'll come back, pick up the kids. And then we're actually going to winter probably in South Carolina, Gulf Shores, Alabama. Dude, South, listen, I used to, yeah. so my, my mom is from the South. I used to spend summers down there. Yeah. Um, anything within an hour's drive of Charleston is amazing. Yeah. Um, South Carolina is fucking magical. I fully mm -hmm. support that. I'll even fucking, I just recently found, uh, I haven't been able to travel the past few years because of the dogs. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny. Everybody, anybody who says that dogs are not like children is a fucking liar because not only are my dogs like my children, but they're harder to find sitters for. Like, yeah, I know. You have kids, we have dogs. You can, <laughs> you can dump kids off on fucking friends, on grandparents. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to take care of my wolves. Uh, but I just secured a, uh, a a dog care person that I that I trust. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I have I'm definitely. A, I have a Frenchie. I just oh he's... oh I have um hold on I know Let's... you got you got I have a friend. He's basically like a child. Like I'll just bring him. There's two of my three. Hi, guys. <laughs> That's my two boys right there. I don't know where my mama is. She's hiding because she's hiding. Yeah, she's a bitch. So we, but that's so yeah. And so we'll winter in Myrtle Beach in that area, and maybe make our way over to Alabama to Gulf Shores over the winter. So if I do this, I don't have anything for this. Do yourself. Hey, listen. Do yourself a favor. Don't winter in Myrtle Beach. Winter in Folly Beach. That's what. So I had a couple people send me suggestions of yeah. not necessarily Myrtle Beach, but Myrtle Beach cheaper... is fucking trash. Right. <laughs> like, well, there, there are cheaper and actually more prettier places, and and they're kind of hole in the wall places, but they have. Yep. Yep. So that's that's kind of what, and that's what we're looking for. We have a suggestion box in the link in my bio. So if you have suggestions, people can go in. And then if we stay there, I'll write a review or I'll write about our experience and oh, tag them and, and give them thanks. And I let's have be real. To, yeah. with, with the amount of followers that you have across your platforms, mm -hmm. that's the kind of thing where you can actually reach out to, like, so I, I worked in advertising for years. Mm -hmm. And you can reach out to places that you might want to stay or places that you might want to park your RV and mm -hmm. be like, listen, I have 40 to 100,000 followers that are going to, you know, potentially come and stay here because I tell them that this is where we stayed and we had a great experience. Mm -hmm. And you'll get so much fucking free shit that so we you did won't that. even be able to handle it. <laughs> we did that. Um, so when I bought Kermit, um, I'm buying it from a place in Des Moines. And I explained kind of what was everything that was going on. So Kermit's brand new. It was just built, but they threw in some solar packets, some boondocking, things that we would need for boondocking for free. 
yep. um, because I'm going to talk a lot about Kermit and where I got him. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. So they threw it all in for free. I, I, we went to, um, when I went to Devil's Tower, that was yeah. another thing. Like I talked and I would get Ooh, like, close encounters free. for the third time. Ooh, That's why God. I went. Ah. So I watched that show and I got done watching the show and I, I messaged some, so I, I messaged somebody and I'm like, fuck, I got to go to this. Like, this is like the beginning. Like, I've got to go to this. Because we used to go there as kids. Well, if we used right. to go there when I was a little girl. And we'd play there every summer on the rocks and on the, we'd climb it. And we'd, I'm like, I got to go there. I got to enter. Like, I had to go. And it was a disaster. I was supposed to camp in a teepee. And it didn't work out. And I bawled. And I broke down. And I had this huge mental breakdown. But at the same time, That's I had That's the greatest this... line ever. I was in a teepee. And it didn't work out. I never made it to the teepee. I had to, I stayed at a comfort inn and then I had to stay at a super eight and it was, <laughs> but I hiked it. Ooh. I hiked a bunch of places. I hiked through the badlands. I did meditation in the badlands. I did meditation. At, yeah. I mean, so I broke completely down mentally, but when you talk about the two brains, like this one just went, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I got to stay on the road. Like, this is my biggest issue. I don't like staying in one place. We've moved every three years. So this is okay, why I'm this not is, where this I'm is happy. literally <laughs> this is literally the conversation. So one of my best friends, my like literally probably my best female friend in the whole world. I was just hanging out with her earlier today. Uh, we grew up together. She lives down in Asheville, North Carolina right now. And we were talking like we we're, you know, she she's just been having she had to make a major decision between A or B in her life. And like mm-hmm. we had the conversation about how like we're nomads. And like, we like, there's, I was like, I was like, you know what your problem is? I go, you got the itch. I go, the older we get, mm-hmm. the, it gets the space between the itches gets farther apart. I go, but the itch is hitting you hard right now. And mm-hmm. like, that's why I got a fucking dog. That's why a lot of fucking hippie gypsy women have babies because mm-hmm. you need to ground yourself because otherwise if I didn't get a dog, if I didn't get a Kalia when I got, when I, when I decided to get a dog, I would have spent the past decade living out of the back of a pickup truck. Not mm-hmm. that there's anything wrong with that, mm-hmm. but like I needed to be grounded. I needed to be on this path. And now I need to also, I need to find a way to, to, to link those two worlds. And it sounds like I'll be your you're, link. You're, you're doing it perfectly. Do it. You're doing it. I'm perfectly. Be your link. Like, I need, I need to get a, I need to get a van that's big. Like I want to get one of those like short buses that's you big can. enough for me and the dogs. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, you know, we- the, the Airbnb dream. That was, so that was kind of my initial thought was to buy almost like an RV or like a van, something like that. But one, they're really expensive. Two, I'm, I don't like the idea of having to drive it everywhere. I have a really nice Explorer and it's paid off. And so the travel trailer worked out really well. Plus there's bunks for the kids. There's plenty right. of room for them to do their stuff. Right. There's, I want to get a bigger pickup truck and then have a, have a pull behind. Yeah. It's a pull behind so I can park it and leave it. Um, I, I can't express how not odd but how awesome it is that it all just is kind of working out the way like right around the same time as when youtube emailed me and said oh yeah we'll monetize you sorry about that because right. i'm I, i'm kind of thinking about okay how am i going to kind of make money on the road how are we going to you know and all of this you're going to make fucking merch it's just it's i'm not making merch no no what i'm saying is that's the way to make fucking money no i'm not no no why we, because I had merch and then I didn't, it didn't work out. Like I, I just didn't work out. And then I had a girl doing merch, but then she couldn't do merch for me anymore because of, of I don't want to do merch. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to do merch. No judgment. No judgment. I don't know Take, why. Like, I just don't. Take a breath. I would ah. it's just a suggestion. Merch is like a trigger for, for me. Cause everybody's like, everybody's like, 
I want a t-shirt. I want a shipwreck shirt. And I'm like, I'm not artistic like that. I don't know how to put shit like that together. No, I'm not an artistic no, no, person. No, listen, listen, you got it. You have to learn to delegate sister. You have to learn. There are plenty of people. I guarantee right now in your fucking chat, I bet there's 10 fucking artists who would love to come up with a sexy shipwreck logo. Let me tell you a quick story. <laughs> one of my, one, one of my first, no, one of my first real like lives where I was teaching meditation. I uh -huh. had this guy, everybody who's on TikTok, go check it out. It's 45, 19 designs, right? Okay. So this guy was like, listen, I've never meditated before. I was like, bro, hang out. All you have to do is listen to the sound of my voice and, and visualize what I tell you. When it was all said and done, he was like, he was, he was probably the most great, like grateful person I've ever had after meditation. He was like, okay. I've never been able to meditate. Thank you so much. I had this profound experience. And he goes, listen, he goes, I, um, he goes, I, I, I make t-shirts, you know, he's like, I make political t-shirts, blah, 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 blah. And I gave this whole spiel. I have this really fancy, I'm actually surprised I forgot to put it on. I have this white hat that I always wear. It's called a portrait. I know, I have it in your picture. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, so that white hat, there's a, there's an old concept in like, I'm, I'm wicked into like proper respectful culture. Right. Mm -hmm. And in the old days you referred to people as either black hats or white hats. White hats were people that were good or that were helping you with whatever you were trying to accomplish. Black hats were either evil or people who were working against you. We so think I, the white hats are the, the good guys. Exactly. We, exactly. Yeah, we went down that so, whole thing too. So when I started, when I hit that moment where I was like, shit, I'm getting thousands of followers every couple of days, mm -hmm. I was like, I need to buy a fancy white hat. I need to make sure that people know I'm a white hat. And I explained that concept after this meditation that was super profound for this 4519 designs guy. Mm -hmm. He goes, would you mind if I, like, I really want to design like a hashtag team white hat and like mm -hmm. do like a t-shirt for you. And I was like, bro, I'm like, do whatever you want. Like, like I'm like hundred percent, like I fully support it. And he created the sexiest fight. It's like a silhouette of like, I a got it. You, you, have you seen it? Well, the team white hat? Hold no, on, hold so, on, hold on. So go to go to forty five nineteen designs on TikTok, and and on that thing he's got a link to his t shirt design company, which is like he makes all his own merch, and he's got this this fucking it's a silhouette, and it looks like a pop trench coat collar and a blank face and a fucking white fedora, and it's like and it says hashtag Team White Hat. I'm telling I'm like, you, forty five nineteen designs. Yeah, he has one hundred and forty seven followers. This him. I can't really. Yeah, that's him. Okay. Now, now follow his merch site. Oh, what's his merch site? Oh, I see right here. There's a link in there. I see the and, link. And one of the first things that will pop up is hashtag team white hat. And it's like, that's what I'm saying is there's plenty of people out there who a hundred percent support what people like you and I are doing. And like a prime example, I just had an entire fucking Twitch and discord empire built for me. I, Simply so, because I was helping dude's wife fucking meditate. He was I like, know. my so wife is less of a bitch. Like, <laughs> thank you. Here's kind of the thing. So like with the merch, so I do, I do all this stuff and I've got Sonia. She's going to help me with my calendar. But for the most part, I do it. I do all the stuff, the YouTubes and the TikToks and all the stuff. Merch is not something that I, I wanted to take on. I don't want to answer any customer service questions about it. I don't want to design it. I, I will so, wear so it and it I will promote it, but so I don't want to do anything else with it. So listen, there are, there are entire sites 
that all you have to do is upload the I image. Know. And it will, it will like, like, so that girl, Rebecca, the short shit show. See, we did that though. And then I got like two people were like, well, my shirt's peeling apart. And then they, they were like, and the place wouldn't refund their money. And they were, so okay. I ended up having you, to refund you and I are going to, you and I are going to have, you and I are going to have a private Instagram okay. video conversation about Fine. merch. And I promise you, I will help you into like, you have no idea it, it'll with, with the kind of reach and the kind of following that you have and the loyalty that you have, it'll be an extra $50,000 a fucking year. Well, and I just, I, I know, okay. but I, I just don't okay. want to, I don't want to deal with, I don't want to deal with like the DMS and oops. I, cause then I had people, they were no, like, well, it ran you my don't credit have card to, twice. And saying. I'm like, well, you I'm sorry. Have, you don't have to deal with any of that. You only have to deal with that if you're doing it wrong. Okay. There's, like I said, there's whole websites where all you do is upload the art and any fucking problems, any shipping, any, everything is handled by the website. Okay. We will have a private chat on Instagram about this. Fine. I need, but I need your followers. Shipwreck shit is coming. Damn it. Shipwreck shit is coming. So I had people like, I I, I had talked to a couple different people who did drawings and, and graphic designs. And I'm like, this is kind of what I want. I love the the infinity, the anchor. I love, you know, the the broken anchor with the shipwreck show. And they would they would take all this time and they would draw this stuff up for me, or they would create this, and then they'd send it to me, and I didn't. And you're like, that's I'm okay. like, but, but that's I, okay. I feel bad Listen, because then no, I'm no, like, no, no, no. Eh. Let me just let me tell you a story about a man named. <laughs> this is what you're doing, and <laughs> is what I want you to do. God, no, we're gonna fight. Not, you, you, and and this is again. I'm going to say some shit and people are going to be like, oh, he's a sexist, but it's not. But this is something that women do all nah. the time. Nah. You you guys get into this place where you're apologetic for feeling how the fuck nope. you feel. Full fucking stop. One, my biggest rule in this and in this brand is we do not apologize for dumb shit here. Well, then like, why did that you is just, my biggest. Why did you just get all fucking pullback? Because I don't. I do feel bad because these people like, reach out to me and they pour their heart and soul into this, and I'm like, you know what? I don't really care for it. I don't think it's going to work. Now I tell them that because, and I'm not a bitch about it. Of course, but I do feel kind of bad. But you know what I'm saying? To like, feel bad about. There's nothing to feel bad about. The I reality of it is, when it comes to branding and when it comes to marketing, the thing that is the energy that is you. You need to be 110% in love with it. And the reality of it is, is that anybody that's trying to trying to express themselves for you, if they're real artists, they're going to get that. And they're going to be like, you know what? I love that she, that she checked it out. That she like, like if I, if I was that artist and I fucking put something out to you and you were like, I don't fucking love it. Sorry. I would just be happy that you engaged with me and entertained the idea at all. You know what I mean? And anybody outside of that realm of respect for you and what you're creating, then they're, if they have a problem with that or if they react in a certain way, they're not real fucking artists. And they're only interested in the fucking fame that's attached to what you've already fucking created. See, maybe that's kind of my problem too, is that like, I got a lot of that too. Like I got a lot of, I get a lot of DMs and I don't know. That's just something, I mean, like the merch thing is, it was always just kind of a disaster. And I, I never... I'm going to help you fix that. I'm going to help you fix that. I'm going to let you help me fix that. Thank you very much. Wicked Wolf, I got to wrap this up. I got to go put my kids to bed. No, no. Believe me, I understand. But I'm 100% available. (laughs) Anytime you want to do this again, I I will make the space for you. I am am not available on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays because I'm helping my friend get his new restaurant off the fucking chart. But You uh, were just... 
Okay, give me, so let me, we're going to wrap this up and then let's talk, we can talk backstage. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming out to the live last night. I love your faces. Wicked Wolf, thank you for coming on. You guys, hey, I duetted his videos. I shared him on Instagram. Go grab his backup account. His backup account, my main, I, 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 they'll come back eventually. And if, and if you guys need, anybody, anybody in your circle of people that if you're looking for any sort of help in the realm of meditation, in the realm of spiritual practices, in the realm mm -hmm. of holistic medicine, <laughs> please do not hesitate to reach out to me. You can hit me up at thewickedwolf14 at gmail.com. I am 100% available and all of my, like when it comes to like prices and shit like that, like I am not about, for me, this isn't about making money and building my business empire. It's about helping as many people as I can. So everything that I do falls on a sliding scale and everything is fucking negotiable because it's about raising as many vibrations as we can. Yeah, we don't worry too much about money around here. Like when I, when I work with people though, I make sure they get paid. So this might be something that you and I, We'll talk backstage, but that's yeah, all we're, I got. we're so gonna have we're gonna have a bunch we're of gonna have, we're gonna have some cut backstage conversations. But before I let you go, I have to do a thing because I'm I'm weird like that. So before I let anybody go, you have you have the world's attention. Give your final thought. What are your final thoughts? Okay, I need oh I need I need a moment. Um, oh my god! Ow. So so final final <laughs> thoughts are simple. Mm -hmm. Um. Every aspect of you being here is about vibration. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that you can do to be in perfect alignment with you and whatever your divinity is, is to trust in that vibration. If something feels good, do it. If something feels bad, say no. Do not allow anybody else or what you think anybody else thinks about you dictate anything in regards to your life, your body, or your experience in this world. This is 100% about you, and you need to be selfish, and you need to take care of yourself 100% before you can ever think about doing anything for anybody else. That was perfect. That's all I got. That was fucking perfect. God. We're going to end it. We're going to end that on the note. Ladies and gentlemen, I will see you. Oh, nope, I won't. Tomorrow night we have the exclusive with Joey. It's full. If you Ooh, want it, I no, know. I love Joey. Jo Joey's Joey. one of my secret boy crushes. Is he? So Joey does our like exclusive meditations and stuff. So, um, so tomorrow's I, exclusive. How, how do I get to do exclusive meditations? Do you want to? You can because Joey's Joey's going to be taking a break because his. Uh, I want to fill in whenever Joey can't. Well, we can. He's going to launch his show on his YouTube pretty soon. So and. We'll talk backstage, but that's tomorrow night. It's full. If you missed it, there is a September one. You can go sign up for that there. Otherwise, on the 19th, we're going to be on Wyatt Earp's podcast, and that's in the channels we love. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great night. I love your faces, and I will see you guys all on Thursday for sure.